It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Professor Eugene Maxwell is here. Um, so is our dog, Misty, who... You guys, there was such a dramatic moment right before we went on air because she's coming up the stairs and my cat, Michael, who you've seen in photos on my Instagram is a gigantic tiger. And on TV. Like, and darted, (laughs) yeah, and on TV. He darted at her. But the thing is, she's really small. She looks like a stuffed animal. Um, But, like, she's not scared. She's scared, but she's, like, tough, right? So, like, she jumps back, but then jumps at him. And I'm like, dude, you're going to get eaten. Like, let's not get eaten right before the show. Um, We only have one more minute. Yeah, so it was it was quite dramatic, but everybody's all right. Everybody's doing fine. Nobody touched, so <laughs> she's looking at me. She knows I'm talking about her. Anyway, dogs, we love them. Okay, Dad, the yes. week in COVID. Yeah. We talked last week about the potential for regional spikes. Mm-hmm. So I want to start there because that's something that people are talking about more now that we sort of have a lay of the land in terms of where people are getting vaccinated and where they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you don't get vaccinated, you are a potential host for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. That's what you are now. Um, so speak to how the summer is going to look. Is it, it Are we going to start seeing spikes in the summer or is it going to be when the weather gets cold? I mean, like, what is it? What does this summer sort of look like? I well, I think the summer should not be really bad. I'm looking more toward the fall. Yeah, okay. Um, when schools reopen, okay. when uh, people are kind of congregating indoors, so that's kind of where I'm looking. I think the summer is you may get little pockets here and there, but it won't be uh, it won't be as bad as. Uh, I think the you know September October timeframe right. is, is looking. My you know again my concern all along is children, um, you know getting vaccinated, um, parents not wanting children to get vaccinated, uh, and and that is. You know, that's that's a, a, a big question. It's going to be a big question. I mean, yeah. I, even parents who they were not hesitant to vaccinate themselves. Like Correct. I even hear some like very, mm-hmm. you know, reasonable people being like, oh, my God, vaccinating my five year old. That's an right. insane thing. And I'm like, but you got them a tetanus shot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. just like, there's all those things. Like, right. You exactly. all got that. We mm-hmm. all got that. And we talked about this. And I think like we're the only father daughter radio <laughs> team in America mm-hmm. here. Um and so I could ask you, like, if I was five, would you get me vaccinated? And yeah. you said yes. And then you added that you would do research. You would, like, read up Absolutely. on it and read all of the articles. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would be comfortable vaccinating me if I was five, if I was 10. Right. And and also, too, you know, not only would I do the research on the, uh, the vaccine itself, I would do... Uh, uh, you know, I would speak with your your pediatrician. Mm. I would speak with your doctor. Okay, is, do you have any underlying you know issues? You know, if you do get the vaccine, um, you know, do you are you allergic to uh, to certain things? things? Right, right, right. Uh, 
Uh, have you been, you mm-hmm. know, did you react to any other vaccines uh, true, that you had true. adversely? And if uh, all of those questions are answered, you know, in the affirmative that, you know, you didn't have any issues, um, you know, that you're going to be fine. Absolutely. I would get you vaccinated. My, again, what's going to happen when you get infected what uh you know after 10 years are you going to have uh, a heart issue are you going to have uh some kind of scarring on your lungs are you you know is is uh you know your brain function going to be uh affected in any way right. so those things you know after 5 after 10 after 15 years uh you know in your 30s are you going to be you know are you going to have asthma you know, you know, to the point where you're going to have to have you know, specific medication and you never had asthma before. Uh, so, okay, you may not uh, want to get uh, vaccinated and, and you end up getting infected and you have these issues uh, later on in life. I don't think that's a good uh, that's, good trade-off. Yeah, it's our, I think the risk of the vaccine, because of all the research we have about the safety of it, versus the risk of the disease like i think people have to focus on that sort of parallel Mm -hmm. um or dynamic as opposed to like well i'm scared because i think they made it too quickly which you know just went through this uh good thing that they have the new york times which is sort of like a automated way to have the conversation they give you the prompts to give you the right answers Mm -hmm. when you're talking to somebody Mm -hmm. that's hesitant but i think you know the thing that and, Convi- and, well, the thing that would be most convincing to me is like, you don't want to catch COVID. Like right. we spent all year long <laughs> trying not to catch COVID. Why would I tr- want get, to get it now? Right. Or want even, my children to get right. it. I mean, you don't want that. Right. You don't want COVID in your body. That right. was that was the lesson. And, of, and, and every of time, you know, you have a conversation with people and you say, oh, well, or they say to you, oh, it took them, you know, five months to develop a vaccine. Do they realize again how long that and you know the research uh, that went into it, how long it took to develop this particular vaccine, um, and and not only were they, uh, you know, they were just basically, you know, they always use this term developing the platform, developing you know the actual technology to produce a vaccine like an mRNA vaccine, right. you know, as as Pfizer and Moderna are. I mean, that is, we're talking 15, right. you know, 20 years ago that the, they started thinking about this. And uh, so the, once COVID hit, they were like, okay, we really got to scale this up. Mm-hmm. We really have to, you know, kind of, you know, hone in exactly how we're going to do this. As far as, you know, five, six months, you know, <laughs> People just don't understand. And again, the message was uh, the message and the messengers were the wrong people in the beginning uh, of this pandemic to basically get the information out to the people. So you have people who, you know, you have anti, you know, I hate to use these words, but I'm going to anti-vaxxers, you know, as they're called, or mm-hmm. or, or or COVID deniers, you right. know, those those kind of people. You have those people having the loudest voices, uh, unfortunately, and they kind of drowned out everything else. Uh, but if you look at the 
incidences of people having adverse reactions or adverse effects to the vaccines and all the vaccines that have been given out it's it's minute right <laughs> it's, well it's, literally it's minute it's yeah. like seven yeah. out of yeah. millions i mean and and, and, and i'm that, not saying and that was with you know that was just with one of the yeah, one of the j and j or astrazeneca you haven't heard of many reactions to you know the mrna vaccines and actually you've actually you've heard uh, you know, the efficacy being, you know, greater uh, with some of those vaccines. Right. So, you know, I know that, you know, the again, that platform or that technology is going to be used to not only, you know, deal with COVID. They're they're really starting. Oh, to my God. Look at other. Wait, other can types you can you providers. just for a moment? I mean, you don't have to get into it real deep. Mm -hmm. But Jess, he he said this the other day. And I was like, wait. What? Yeah. Oh my God, that's okay. amazing! So explain to me the, the the technology of mRNA vaccines. Like, what else it could be used for? Ooh. Oh, they could they could use it for a lot of different kinds of viruses. Where basically, you know, they just switch out, you know, certain things. Uh, you know, they just change the genetic information. You know, for all those types of. Uh, of viruses, you know, so they can attack not only viruses, but they could use it for specific cancers. You know, that was the like, one that I was yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. So, I don't get it. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> so they can use that technology for a lot of different things. And again, uh, you know, uh, you know, I saw a story uh, on on the scientists that really started working on this stuff down in the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was with I, Andrea Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, great. what a great story. Yeah. You know, what a great story. But, you know, just tremendous science uh, science and scientific you know uh, knowledge how these guys and it was a young lady or you know older lady a now. woman from hungary yeah an immigrant right an immigrant <laughs> from hungary so i mean just uh just a phenomenal uh you know type uh, of thing that they were doing but i i read something just uh i was so i was curious about hiv and I shared the story with my uh, older brother yesterday. Uh, you know, why weren't, aren't we able to develop a vaccine for HIV? And, uh, you know, it, not only they're, we're talking about two different kinds of viruses, but what happens with HIV, we talk about variants, right? Mm -hmm. Variants within HIV happen within the individual. So oh. you have variants within an individual instead of variants within different oh patients. So if you had a vaccine, mm -hmm. it's not going to affect all the variants within the individual person. in the in the person. And I I don't know if I'm getting this uh you know, I'm trying to remember the article itself, but they were saying that the variants within an individual are like many times over as say variants with like influenza, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, you might have you know twenty, thirty variants in you one know, person. In, in, no, within like influenza, where oh, you oh, have oh. you have ten to twenty times more oh. variants within an individual with HIV. So that's why it's so difficult to yeah. develop a vaccine for HIV, even though you know again you're, you're talking about genetic information and all that stuff is very different. But just think about 
how many variants. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just right. think about how sense. many variants within an individual that you would have to come up with a that's why you're dealing with therapeutics over, you know, say a vaccine. So. Yo, science is cool. Yeah. It truly. You know, cool. Truly. So, is. yeah, that's why. <laughs> and, and again, that's why, you know, they haven't been able to develop a, a vaccine. That for makes sense HIV. now. You know, and then okay. just the cells it affects and stuff like that. So complicated, so but it's now that, that's interesting. Now that we're talking about booster shots, uh, as, yeah. as you're, which, as which you're having this conversation, you said that on the first episode, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like we should give you credit in America <laughs> uh, for the fact that you said the word booster in the first episode. Yeah. So, so I got the J and J vaccine, and I, yeah. I feel a, a little like the the slow kid on the playground. <laughs> if, if if we've got the the, the booster shots, should should I try to get one of the other ones? Should I try to get a Moderna? Should I? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I, you know what I've been reading is that there some people have been mixing. Um, matter of fact, one of the uh, you know people that I was talking to originally, who was in one of the original trials for the AstraZeneca um, uh, vaccine, ended up getting uh after she got astrazeneca a couple of months later ended up getting the pfizer vaccine oh so you know she was you know they don't recommend mixing right. but you they, can but you can and i think after i read that too you know he knows I, I, yeah i so i i think um you know i don't i don't think it it's going to harm you in any way um you know, you're okay. making, you're, you're still making antibodies. But always consult with your doctor and everything. We yeah. always like it. I mean, look, this is a weird p- pandemic situation where we're talking about science that affects your health. Right. So all the caveats apply, but it's it's the kind of thing where, you know, it, I think that's a good question, Jess. I think oh, some yeah. people may have that question mm-hmm. at home who have had J&J and they're right. like, wait, maybe I want a different one next right. time. <laughs> and, and, and again... You know, you're, we're just basically talking about stimulating your, right. uh, so your again, immune response. Right. So, right. you know, a year uh, out, I don't think it's going to be an issue. Uh, but think about this. Some people could have uh, received the mRNA vaccines and uh, they could be uh, traveling and they don't. They, they may not be able to get back to get a, uh, you know, a second shot or something like that, or if there is a second shot required. So they may end up getting the J and J. So mm-hmm. after they gotten the uh, mRNA hmm. vaccine. So I, I don't think I don't think there's going to be much of an issue. I don't think personally. Uh, I, there could be other opinions, but I don't think there's going to be much of a uh, an issue. Like it's not as mixing. much of an issue as making sure people get two shots <laughs> and making right. sure people get the one shot of the J and J. Making get making sure people are vaccinated. It's like uh, by Absolutely. any means necessary. The other thing, the other question, and just real quick, oh, yeah. I, I think I think the the Johnson and Johnson again. You know, messaging is is <laughs> is poor. Yeah. Uh, you know, the J and J vaccine. You know, everybody was like, you know, jumping on this bandwagon, and and it basically it was seven people out of seven million who ended up, you know, becoming ill. And now I'm not, I'm not, you know, diminishing the seven people that right. got ill, but if we were doing research on other vaccines and we found out that seven out of seven million got ill you know they wouldn't even give that a second thought they'd be like it's safe 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, it, right. It was like, but again, messaging was like, oh no, look, you know, shut it down, right? <laughs> you know, and uh, that's that's that was very poorly handled. Wasn't great, but it, it was better than injecting bleach. Yeah, that was well, a low moment. Certainly, it's a low bar. You know certainly what I mean? Was. We started where most things are. To we be started honest. from the bottom. We <laughs> started from the bottom, <laughs> and now we're here. Little light, <laughs> it's a quote, little drink. light, little bleach. You, you'd be good to go. <laughs> That's right. Do you oh have a God. sense of of when the boosters would need to happen? Like, I, I, I mean, I think yeah. one of the biggest questions out there is like, well, how long does the immunity last? And and we don't right. really have a hard answer to that, but you probably have a better sense of it than we do. Yeah, I, I think, again... Can I add it, one question to yeah. that? Please. How they're to going it. to know when the efficacy is over, mm -hmm. is it when spikes start? I is think, that what they're going to look at? I, think they're, the I think they're going to look at variants. If they do the, you know, the genetic mapping, and then they find out that some of these variants are becoming more prevalent in, in specific areas, you know, it's just like oh, the flu. Okay. It, 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 think about this: we have, a, you know, we have flu season. Basically, what researchers and scientists and doctors do is year after year they look to say if it, if it's influenza a or b or or what variant is happening and then they kind of tweak the flu know, shot the the flu shot oh. you know so okay. i think it's going to be something similar to that um and again they won't know how long your immunity will last you know because really again 40 50 60 percent of the population has just gotten their their shots now so they're not probably going to know, uh, I would say, for about a year, mm. you know, a year from now or, you know, late in, you know, or early winter. So I would think. And those are that'll be like when the first people who got vaccinated, like they start testing positive. Correct. And then, well, testing positive, but they'll they'll look at, you know, you know, antibody titers and stuff like that. Oh. They'll 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 test those people and see, OK. Uh, do they still have you know antibodies floating around and stuff like i that. see i see all this is making sense so is there a future where during flu season we get a flu shot and a covid booster i would think so yeah oh. yeah like every That'd be year? handy <laughs> well i mean listen i'll get it every year if it means i don't get covid i'm not yeah, trying to get this I, so again just like you know some some vaccines when you get them it basically eradicates you know that particular virus you know from you know nobody's really right 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 it, nobody's getting it you know but again i go back to those particular individuals who haven't won't vaccinate their children mm -hmm. you know won't get the vaccine just because of whatever they've heard and that scares me more than anything right um you know because again if you have 10 15 20 percent of the population that does not get a vaccine that's millions of people right and they're traveling all around and all they're the traveling time all the way you know so you know just like say you know countries like india you know uh you know all that they're going through right now um you know that's that's not a good scenario. it's not good i mean i think in some ways it's the the reminder daily when you read about India and you read about Nepal and you read about mm -hmm. Asia. I mean, today the president of South Korea is coming to meet with Joe Biden because 
their vaccine distribution, even though they handled the beginning part with the mask. They followed our plan. It was Mm -hmm. called uh, Crimson, like, something Crimson Crimson was in the title. Mm -hmm. Um, Crimson Contagion, I think it was the name of the Mm -hmm. report that and plan for the pandemic that Korea used, that we created, our CDC. Um, So they did better in the beginning, but now are not. So I think it's a good reminder when we look outside of the U.S. that this pandemic is not over. It is not over. But you should get your vaccine if you haven't already. That's what I say at the end of every show. I used to say put on your mask. (laughs) Now it's get a vaccine. Thank you, Dad. Get a vaccine. Yes. Thanks, Professor. Thank you, Dad. You're the best. Thank you, Misty. You're so cute. Have a great day. Everybody, stay safe this weekend. Thanks for listening. Stephanie Miller is coming up next. Thank you all so much for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Zerlina Maxwell, at Jess underscore MC, and at Signal Boost Show. Tell you what you can do with my love.